You are listening to Books Are My People, a podcast for book lovers with bookish news, book recommendations, and ruminations on living a literary life in Los Angeles. This is episode 54, and I'm recording on Friday, July 9th. We had a lovely little getaway to a small city northeast of San Diego, California called San Marcos. I had been there once before to present a paper at a conference when I was getting my master's degree, and all I remembered about that trip was the campus was full of these little brown bunnies everywhere. This time, we stayed lakeside in a little cottage and had so much fun hiking and kayaking and pontooning and just exploring the area. The lake has an inordinate amount of black and white swans, and they had all their little baby swans following them, and it was so cute. It was really idyllic and sweet, and I got a lot of reading and painting time in. I am planning on doing a longer road trip in a few weeks, so some of my upcoming episodes may have to be pre-recorded because I cannot schlep this huge Yeti microphone on vacation with me. I'm working on a Patreon situation for listeners to help support the show and to give something back to listeners in return. But for now, the best thing you can do if you're a fan of the show and want to support me would be to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I would so appreciate it. It takes just a few moments and helps other book lovers find the show in a sea of book podcasts. You can also maybe tell some of your book loving friends about the show and have them subscribe as well. That would be amazing. And I thank you in advance. And now it's time for some bookish news. Author Jason Reynolds has won the Carnegie Medal, which is the UK's top children's book prize for his collection, Look Both Ways, which came out a few years ago. I've read this book and it's just fantastic. I think it's a perfect read for the high schooler in your life. The book contains 10 linked short stories about children walking home from school. And I just was thinking about how many Americans have won this particular award. I tried looking it up, but I did not find an answer. I will leave a link to his collection in my bookshop.org store. HBO is making a docuseries on Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill. I recommended his book in episode 12 of the show if you want to learn more about it, but the book is being turned into six half-hour episodes and will be a documentary series which will recreate Pharaoh's interviews with everyone involved in giving him information to write his book about Harvey Weinstein's sexual misconduct that landed him in jail. And I believe the first one is going to air today on HBO. The beloved book, The Storied Life of A.J. Fickery, is being turned into a film. Someone please email me at booksaremypeople at gmail.com and let me know if I should read this book. I've heard it talked about so many times, but I've never actually picked it up. The movie will star Kunal Nayar, Christina Hendricks, and Lucy Hale. And it's a book about a bookstore owner whose wife has passed away and someone leaves a baby at his store. I do like books about bookstores and libraries. Now, on to the books. My first pick is Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead by Emily Austin, and this came out on July 6th from Atria Books. I 
keep recommending this book to anyone who will listen to me, um, including booksellers at the bookshops that I frequent. So poor Gilda, she is so anxious about everything that it practically paralyzes her. After getting into a car accident that she can't quite remember the details of, she ends up at her frequent hangout, the ER. This is where she goes to, uh, complain about what ails her, get some attention from the doctors and nurses, and she tries to convince them that something is actually really wrong with her, and they kind of blow her off. They're used to seeing her and just giving her a little love because they can tell that that's what she needs. But this time, she has a truly legitimate reason. She's injured. She's taken a job as a receptionist after the previous one dies at a local church, even though Gilda is a full-on atheist, and she certainly doesn't want to tell anyone at work that she's a lesbian. But the previous now-dead receptionist keeps receiving emails from an old friend, and so Gilda is on the receiving end of these emails that are not intended for her. Gilda cannot help herself but respond, pretending that she's the former receptionist and that she's still alive because she just doesn't want this friend to be heartbroken by her friend's death. So Gilda's anxiety increases with each lie she tells both to herself and to others. This is a laugh out loud funny book, but it's also a really moving novel about identity and what it means to make an authentic human connection. It also showcases a fantastic portrayal of anxiety. I would recommend this to readers who love Marie Helen Bertino Jen Began, and Katie Williams. And thank you to Atria Books and NetGalley for the advanced review copy. And again, that is Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead by Emily Austin. My next pick is Build Your House Around My Body by Violet Coopersmith. And this also came out on July 6th. Let me start by saying there is a lot going on in this book, which isn't a bad thing. But if you're looking for, let's say, a simple beach read, this is not it. Instead, this is a rich and beautifully written novel that weaves together themes of family, identity, and Vietnamese folklore, which feels literary, but it's also part mystery, even with hints of gothic. There are two distinct timelines in this book, and both follow two young women, one teen in the mid-80s and one young American teaching English in Vietnam in 2011. The women are linked through their fate, which I won't spoil here. In fact, this is one of those books that's really difficult to talk about because so much of it is about discovery and not just in terms of plot, but how the narrative unfolds and how the author weaves together these stories is reminiscent of a sort of pastiche. There's so much more discussed than I can ever mention here. What it means to be an expat, colonialism in Vietnam, big businesses effect on the country, and even ghost conjurings. This is a kaleidoscope of a book, and if you're willing to take it on and feel comfortable with the fact that you may not always know where the book is taking you, then I would recommend it. I found this book to be just one of those tour de force sort of books, and if you're up for the challenge, maybe you will too. I think this would be a fantastic book club read because there's just so much to discuss and it's got a beautiful cover. So thank you to NetGalley and to Random House for the advanced review copy. And again, that is Build Your House Around My Body by Violet Coopersmith. Next up is Bath House, H-A-U-S, 
by PJ Vernon, and this came out on June 15th. This is a suspense thriller book that I took with me on my recent vacation and finished in a day. At the center of this novel is Oliver. He's a recovering addict who's really pulled himself up by his bootstraps to remain sober. He's been dating Nathan, a wealthy and successful trauma surgeon. And even though they call one another husband, they haven't officially tied the knot. They're basically from two completely different worlds, but make their relationship work until Oliver joins an online app called Meat Locker, and he meets a man on it, and they decide to meet up at a bathhouse. Even though he knows he shouldn't be putting his relationship in jeopardy, he does it anyways, and inside the bathhouse, things go very wrong, and this sets off a series of events and plot twists and consequences. This is a roller coaster of a dark suspense novel that was fast paced. And like I said, I finished this one really quickly because it's a total page turner. Fans of Fatal Attraction are sure to enjoy this book. And again, that is Bathhouse by PJ Vernon. Next up is The Temple House Vanishing by Rachel Donahue. And this came out July 6th. So in this novel, the Temple House School sits high up on a cliff in Ireland. It's an all-girls Catholic boarding school, and it feels very gothic and unwelcoming. There's a definite juxtaposition between the nuns who run the school and the adolescent girls whose vibrant energy runs rampant. A new and brilliant scholarship student, Louisa, arrives one day and befriends Victoria, who's sort of a loner and moves through life on her own terms. But when Mr. Lavelle, a young, free-spirited art teacher, disrupts their friendship, everything changes. And when Louisa and Mr. Lavelle go missing, and this is not a spoiler, happens super early on, all of Ireland becomes invested in their story, and everyone has their own explanation for their disappearance. 25 years later, a journalist with close ties to Louisa aims to uncover the truth one article at a time. This story is gripping and haunting, and it's told using alternating points of view through teenage Louise's voice, and then 25 years into the future, uh, it's told by the journalist's voice who's working on the story. I think that fans of The Secret History, Mexican Gothic, and Catherine House will enjoy this book. If you like atmospheric reads with themes of secrecy, obsession, and desire, then this should be your next pick. And again, that is The Temple House Vanishing by Rachel Donahue. Thank you to Algonquin Books for the advanced review copy. And I have some very exciting news to share, which is that Rachel Donahue will be the guest author on the next episode of Books Are My People, all the way from Ireland. So I look forward to that conversation. My final pick today is Nobody, Somebody, Anybody by Kelly McClory, and this came out on July 6th. Amy Harney is spending her summer as a chambermaid cleaning up after people, but she really aspires to be an emergency medical technician or EMT, even though she's 
having a lot of trouble passing the exam. She wants this distinction so badly that she begins to fabricate her credentials. But the lies beget more lies, and she's really told way too many of them to her roommate slash landlord. He, the roommate slash landlord, has been corresponding with a woman in Russia with the hopes of a quick marriage. The book is simultaneously laugh out loud funny and full of pathos. It feels wrong to say I enjoyed watching Amy self-destruct, but the writing is so deft that the process of getting to know this character felt intimate and necessary. I'm going to give a similar read-alike to the first book I mentioned, Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead, because they both really did remind me of Marie Helen Bertino's writing and Jen Began's Pretend I'm Dead in particular. Thank you to Echo Books and to NetGalley for the advanced review copy. And again, that is Nobody, Somebody, Anybody by Kelly McClory. And that's all from me. Remember, links to purchase all of the books I talk about can be found in the show notes section or at booksaremypeople.com. It's a great way to support the show by buying books through the links. You can also leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends about the show. In the meantime, I hope you all have a wonderfully bookish week.